Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 247. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're continuing the arc of the art of deck building by talking about another teamer deck by Ryan. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got some stories to tell, people to thank. A Ryan special deck to tech for the members of the nation. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. And I've got my Modern Horizons 2 booster box on order, pre-release ship date. Dang. Courtesy of CCO Fusion 5, promo code for 5% off my order, saved me... Uh, a good chunk on a Modern Horizon box. Yeah, you'd get some some monies off there, hey? Yeah, it wasn't a collector box, but you could get those there, oh, too. Oh, you want to talk about fuck, collector boxes. <laughs> Jeez. I sold my last two my last two sealed video games for my working at the video store days. I'm, I'm all out of, like, investment games. <laughs> I cashed out all my video game investments to, to buy... Modern Horizons collector boosters. Ooh, Ooh so <laughs> so this could be a this, the warning I like to put out there. If you're thinking about buying a collector box, fucking don't buy singles. If you want to have the experience of opening one and getting wrecked, just watch me do it. It's way cheaper. That's right. That's right. And you can you could get your boxes at Fusion. You could once. They uh, they can start selling singles. They'll crack boxes. They are they always have new sets in stock, and you can use CCO Fusion Five on those cards too. And if you're gonna yeah. buy them, fucking anyways, you might as well buy them from Fusion. Help the show out, and let them know that their partnership with you boys is a good one, which it is. Yeah, very much so. And in in speaking of partnerships. Uh-huh. We have a couple new Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Oh shit. There okay. was major finger blasting in the patron discord. Yeah. Yep. yep. It sounds like par for the course. I like it. Yeah. Yep. There is not only like middle finger emojis, but custom middle finger emojis that point <laughs> yeah. different ways. And like all of the little, uh, do you call them gifts or gifs? Gifts. Gifts. Do you call it a Christmas gift? Yes, I do. <laughs> Get out. There's a bunch of middle finger gifts and or gifs. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to hear it. Oh, I'm going to hear it in the dude. comments. But uh, there's there's tons of finger blasting for our first patron. And and another benefit is the CCO nickname, oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> benefit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Logan Leland. Logan Leland. Is he pseudo-celebrity... Hugh Jackman's brother, also named Logan, like Wolverine is in the in the in the X Men movie franchise. I was thinking he might have been one of the side characters that was cut from the NES title Adventures of Lola. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's Lilo or Lo Lee. What's his name? I have no idea. Logan Leland, Lo Lee. Oh, this guy. Yeah, Logan yep. Leland, Lo Adve- Lee. Adventures of Lo Lee. Low Lee. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's... He's a little green gumdrop guy that runs around and solves puzzles that don't really make any sense unless you have the instruction manual. Oh, Lowly. Yeah. I was, I, hey, I was stretching for a pseudo-celebrity again. Maybe Bruce Lee's long-lost brother. <laughs> 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 but Low Lee, that, that rolls off the tongue nicely. Yeah. I like it. It's not even dirty. So if it's one of those nicknames that like people carry into real life, maybe he can use it. Yeah, that's not like... 
Arthur Bagsack or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm telling what wholesome content. What wholesome content today on, on CCO. We didn't even say fuck. Oh. Oops. Well, got there. Yeah, cat's out of the bag. We got another one, though. Cole Ringer. Cole Rimmer. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, whole mm-hmm. rumor. Yep. Welcome. Welcome and F you. I'm happy that we got to demonstrate the two extremes. Yes. We got the wholesome NES title retro nickname and then the dirty, rotten, butthole, eater-outer nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like those. I don't know why people want these. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know either, but it is a benefit. Now, yeah. speaking of benefits of being in the nation. Oh, tell them, We've Ryan. got a little brick of sticks here that we haven't even showed you. Oh, yeah. A brick of sticks being an actual cellophane-wrapped brick of stickers. Yes. These are <clears throat> one of the new CCO stickers. The other two, we're not going to show you yet. They're part of a different little thing we've got going yeah, on. I've, I brought them along anyway, just yes. so that I could say I have them, but we're, we're not going to show them. Yeah. and Which makes me feel like an idiot because I carried them all the way here. <laughs> But it's worth it. It's worth it because the other ones that we're not going to show you are super fucking cool. Yeah. And these ones are super cool too. Should we just show them off? Yeah, show them. Show them. They're, they're in a brick, so you're going to have to bear with us. But this is them. There's it's the neat. CCO stick in all its glory. Just in time for June, which is Pride Month. Yes. And we are going to be giving these out to a bunch of the people in the nation. We're going to be putting them on... Uh, commandercookout.com slash store yeah. for after any of the giveaways that we're doing with these are done and we're super happy with these they uh commander cookout they say hashtag cco nation so you can show everybody that uh it's a good place to be yeah you're as proud to be here as we are yes and the point of this sticker is to let i'm going to show it off again the point of Do the it. sticker is to let everybody in the nation know and everybody who sees this sticker that Every fucking person is welcome in the nation, and, yeah. and we we are proud that we've built a community that can exemplify that and that people in the nation are leading by example on that front. Yeah, man, be, be the change you want to see. Yeah, and, and continue just being awesome. Yeah, being fucking cool, man. Like it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's all we can say. Uh, yeah, I, I, I to keep being the best audience in magic content creation i guess is is what this sticker is about yeah we appreciate you yes the other stickers are are a little bit of a meme and yeah. thanks for playing jank type <laughs> type <laughs> stickers and they're super exciting too but these ones we wanted to show off because we know that it's important around this time of year yeah and uh they arrived just in time. Yes, they <laughs> got here. They got here time. yesterday. So yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. And oh, big big thank you to Guy Pizza in the Discord. That's his. That's his Discord name, Guy Pizza, for helping us design and giving us the high res files for all of the stickers. We couldn't have done it without you, um, because we're not graphic designers. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Yeah. If you follow me on Twitter today, I posted my most recent piece of artwork, and it's it's fine. Yeah, very yeah, much so. Seven out of ten. And and of course, once all the stickers go live, this is the last thing about the stickers. This one and the other ones, once they're all live, high res versions of them will be available. If you want to use this as like a background to show your CCO Nation colors or or the other stickers, if you want to like, I, I don't know, do whatever with them, the high res files will be available. Yes, everything's a seven. So <laughs> we should have got a stickers in. <laughs> I'm setting a game up for tomorrow. And 
just randomly on Twitter, I saw somebody, I want to play some Magic. Who's open? And I was like, well, I'm setting a game up for Sunday. You should come play with us. Yeah. And they get at me on the, they slide into my DMs. Is that always dirty or is that? I don't know. I hate when people say that. Everybody knows what I mean. We're DMing each other, setting up a time. Here's what we're doing. Here's what's going on. I'm like, well, this isn't CDH, is it? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh, honey, no. (laughs) Honey, no, no, no. no. And oh, good. I don't have any CDH decks. Well, what do you like to play? What do you What do you think? And we can play wherever. But what are you looking to get out of the game? It's like, ah, oh, I usually play at a seven. <clears throat> <laughs> what the hell? It's of just, course you do. It has no context. There's no. no there's just nothing that you glean from that. Yeah. There's just no information that that provides people. No. There's so just I'm, none. There's hardcore none. Well, no, it's, it's like a range that people kind of know what that means. No, it has zero yeah. information tied to a number. I'm just the, like, I'm there's that's a fucking line. Yeah. Here's the here's the line where people use numbers, and there's nothing there. It's just like fucking purgatory yep. of, of fucking idiots. <laughs> and then on this side of the line is people who are like articulate and put some thought into what they would like yeah. to experience and like it's on that <laughs> side of the line it's also very funny if you say yeah my deck's like a seven it plays all the fast mana and it does it, it it's always funny just say your deck is a seven no matter what it does your deck's always a seven yes just like all of you uh, yes yes you're all sevens <laughs> fucking guys oh man i can't believe okay we got one more piece of biz oh shit we got a pack to give away oh yeah we forgot to give out hints yesterday oh yeah so uh we, we'll pick somebody who comments on today's video that helps me make my deck better. So oh. get your ass over to YouTube if you're just listening to the podcast. God damn, subscribe. I'm telling you, we still have so many people who listen and watch all the YouTube content that aren't subscribed. What the hell, man? If you watch it all, just... It. You can click the bell. You cannot click the bell to subscribe. It lets yeah. us know that we're doing a good job. Man, makes me feel good. It's that's the only important. thing that makes me feel good. Only no, thing? no, that's a yeah. lie. That's a lie. Beer also makes me feel good. Yeah. Hard liquor. Yeah, beer exists, Ryan. You're <laughs> talking about it makes you feel good. I'm just bugging. No, but if you comment on the video telling me how to make my deck better, you'll Sweet. get entered to win next week's pack. But last week's pack for clean the truck comment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think d- most people said clean the truck. Right? They did. Yeah. I I did clean the truck. Oh, also, good. I vacuumed it and then I oh, put yeah. it. I got a little. I had a, like a wooden box in my garage and I put all the tools in it. And I threw out like the bag, like the garbage bag, that had garbage yep. in it, and replaced it. Yeah. And took all the like, all the receipts that were on the floor and threw them out. But all the receipts that were like piled on the seat, I piled them and put them in the glove box. There it is. So not only did I take I, it to the car wash, spray it off. I'm gonna do that when I'm done using it. Nice. I figured I'll wash it when I'm done, and that way it's all shiny and pretty when I return it. Yeah. Wax it up with just your shirtless boobs. Yeah. Some soap. Yeah, and like in a pair of little jean shorts. That's yes, the, that's so how you, so short that the pockets are hanging out. I assume that that's the official way that you wax a car. You Hopefully have to do it nothing in those else shorts. hanging out at the shorts or that short. Well, <laughs> it's me, Ryan. You, it's gonna be, they're gonna be bouncing the, behind me on the ground like a bunch of cans on a car after someone just gets married. Yeah. Brad has got a just married tramp stamp tattoo for when he wears his short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> okay, we got a pack to give away. We do. Kale Moskowitz. Kale. Kale. Yes. Commandercookout at gmail.com. Get after us. Tell us that you want your pack or tell us that you want to donate your pack to the stinky Santa sack for Christmas. Those are your options. And options are always cool. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We don't know what kind of pack it is, but I kind of just 
it, it the bag is like sort of full and i kind of just tossed in a bunch of strixhaven packs and shook it up so probably <laughs> it'll be strixhaven but i can't say for sure you never know yeah are they strixhaven draft boosters the rarest of all the packs or are they strixhaven set boosters the... i i did buy some strixhaven uh, draft boosters and i had some leftover set boosters from my my but boosty box why do you buy draft boosters because they're the rarest ones Obviously, that makes them worth the most money. Sure. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, whatever, man. Okay. So who are we doing today, Ryan? We're, we're, we're 12 and a half minutes in almost, and we haven't even talked about the commandy than everything else. Oh, shit. We just we started with everything else. Yeah, another teamer deck by Ryan says the intro. Mm -hmm. Today, if you haven't seen the thumbnail or read the title of the show anywhere, <laughs> you would know that we're doing Averna the Chaos Bloom. Averna the Chaos Bloom, the Elemental Shaman 4-2 for teamer colors that says as you cascade, you may put a land card removed from the game into play tapped. That, that Averna? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. So 4-2, Elemental Shaman, doesn't matter. Teamer colors, important. Cascade, important. So when you cast Cascade, it uh, it triggers upon cast and you exile top cards of your library until you, until you exile something that costs less than the original spell with Cascade. Right. When that happens, hmm. you can cast that spell that you reveal. Averna says... While you're doing this, if you happen to exile a land, you can put it onto the battlefield. Neat. Uh, j relevant, but not really to the deck, is that land would enter the battlefield before the cascaded spells do. Yeah, th that could be relevant in, yeah, in yeah. certain cases. Yeah, and and uh, if you cascade into something that has multiple instances of cascade on it, you can you can put multiple lands onto the battlefield with Averna, one for each time that you're cascading. Neat. Yes, yeah, because there are some cards that that uh, have Cascade, Cascade, or Cascade, 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 Cascade. And we might be playing them. Yes. Who knows? And if you're playing Averna in a five-color deck, we're not today, but there's some things that give Cascade and multiple instances of Cascade mm -hmm. if something gains Cascade. Maelstrom Nexus. Yeah, like if you go like a Cascader with Maelstrom Nexus, you get two Cascades there, so yeah. you can get two lands from Averna. So it's it's got some utility outside of just Teamer, but Teamer's my favorite color combo. So, so I assume we're going to be playing a Teamer-Cascade combo deck today where we're just going to be drawing cards, rocking value, and uh, just going all in on the Cascade chains. Is that what we're doing? Uh, well, we could, <laughs> but the reason that this is featured in the arc of the art of deck building uh -oh. is I can't quite figure it out because I've got two very disparate sub-themes or themes within the deck. Uh. Cascade, and I'm playing all of them except one, I think. And Super Friends, because what? getting Planeswalkers for free when we're casting stuff that we'd be casting anyways with Cascade, mm -hmm. uh, getting Super Friends is like, mm, turns out it's pretty powerful. Yeah, Super Friends is a good deck. Yes, yes. So the issue that I'm having, though, is like the deck is slow. It's not very good. And to make it better or faster or able to compete or hang with other decks... You gotta run mana rocks. You gotta run a ramp, mm -hmm. but those suck to cascade into. <laughs> Soul do. ring, Soul ring, best best card in the format, arguably, right? Yep. You cascade into it on turn eight, pretty Ooh, fucking shitty. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, <clears throat> I'd way rather cascade into 
any kind of action. True. Right? So maybe we, we'll look at some of the deck and, and maybe you've got some suggestions. I've got some suggestions from the Discord helpers, the CCO Nationalites that, that took a look and, and, and we'll see if we can make things jive. Okay, let's should we should we get into the deck? Let's do it. Let's dive right in. All right, should we start with the ramp and draw sections because they're the where we usually start? Yeah, and and they're the the ones that I'm having the most trouble with. So give us the mana rocks, and then we'll do the draw after. Okay, so for mana rocks, we have arcane signet, commander sphere, growth spiral, grow locket, mind stone, orazka relic, simic clue, stone simic locket, sol ring, timir banner, and zertar druid. We also have an urban evolution and a three visits. Yes. Yeah, so all of those rocks, except for like sol ring and and. Arcane Signet, when you cascade into them, cascading into rocks sucks, remember? Yes. When you cascade into them, you could cash them in after to draw a card. Urban Evolution is like that too. You can play extra lands and then draw three cards, yes. right? Zertod Druid will give you some reach kind of whenever you tap it, you deal a damage to each opponent, right? Um, a Growth Spiral lets you draw a card, play an extra land. The point is when you cascade into these things that you need to play you can do something else with them. The problem I'm having is so many of the rocks are at three. Yeah. And it's like, if I want to cash it in to draw a card, maybe I cascaded with something with a mana value of six, cascade into a three, like a gruel locket, then I got to pay, you know... Four more. To, yeah, I got to pay a bunch more mana to draw a card, and it's like, oh... You know, like maybe I'll draw a three mana planeswalker and maybe I can cast it. That's best case scenario at that point though. Yeah. Right? So I'm not sure I'm not sure what to do there. And and we're gonna we're gonna get to some of the stuff that you suggested, but the problem is is like it's still it doesn't change that cascading into these sucks. Well, I mean part of the joys of cascade is it's a chance. You're spinning the wheel. And I do love the high-risk, high-reward magic. I say that all the time. Yeah, there's right? always going to be a a loser card. And I mean, if you're cascading into something that sucks and the card that you're cascading into sucks, that's that's what you get for playing Cascade Magic, my friend. That You know what? And, and I think some of the art of this kind of deck is if, if you've got something that just doesn't jive, the stuff that does jive needs to jive really really fucking hard exactly <laughs> right precisely and, and we've got a couple bangers in the card draw section that uh maybe we can get to right now uh, we got blood sun uh, it says draw a card on it and it shuts off lands remember, like non-mana abilities right? remember one week ago on this show where i played blood moon in my yes spell slinger deck and you're like cut that <laughs> yes cut this it says draw a card on it and it shuts Th off land there are better things you're probably right. That I will tell you about later on. We got Genesis Ultimatum. Uh, ooh, yeah, this is a banger. Yeah. This is this is red, red, blue, 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 green, green. Look at the top five cards of your library. Put any number of permanent cards from among them onto the B and put the rest into your hand. Your hand. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a draw five, but if you draw permanents, just put them onto the battlefield. That's sick. It's a good card. I like yeah. that a lot. Could you just play Genesis Wave there? I just thought of that just now. Genesis wave, this... when you cascade into it, X equals zero. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why these cards are, are a little bit better. And the thing about it is, is if you get a permanent that has cascade, you can still put it into your hand with Genesis ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah, so you can cascade sort of off of that. 
Last card in the section, Tez's Gambit. Yes, this is a draw two for Phyrexian Blue and three. So a like officially its cascade is, is four CMC, right. but you can cast it for three from your hand. It's a draw two and then proliferate, which works with Super Friends. So I'm, I'm trying to tie the two themes together a little bit there. We're also playing an Elvish Visionary. Did you mention that one? Nah, it's it's when you when you yeah, ETB's draw card. Yeah, he's he right. He exists. Yes, and there is there's I think there's a couple things that bounce, so I could get a little bit of value off of that or uh, stuff like that. So if we're gonna be cascading, one of the things that's very helpful to do, if, for those of us who have never cascaded before, is if you have a way of manipulating the top of your deck. Ooh, yeah, that can certainly. Still stack the, the cards. Stack the cards. Yeah. You're literally stacking the cards in your favor. You're actually stacking the deck. So let's talk about how you have some top deck manipulation or manipulation, as you say. Yes, yes. And our good friend Andy Hall from Commander's Brew would say manipulation. He would. Would he? Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, fucking guy. Burning profit. Burning P. Ooh, <laughs> we're talking about different things. I do very much so. This is a 1-3 for red one. Human whiz. Whenever you... Yeah, human whiz with burning pee. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you cast a non-creature, burning profit gets plus one, plus oh, until end of turn, and then scry one. So when you cask, when you cast your cascade thing, that'll trigger. You resolve this trigger first. You scry. If it's a land or if it's some shitty thing that you don't want to cascade into, Put it on the bottom, yep. and you're essentially spinning the wheel. You nice. can get something else. Could be good, could be worse. But if it's like turn eight, and it's a fucking gruel locket on top of my <laughs> library, straight to the bottom. <laughs> Let me hit you with this, this sure. Ryan Alter idea. Huh? Get one of these in Japanese. Okay. Paint it full art, and then sell it like it's a grape shot from the Japanese Mystical Archive, because it's the same goddamn picture. <laughs> <laughs> Cover the text box, though. Yes. Well, oh, right, sorry, and the power and toughness. It's in Japanese. It's fine. <laughs> Nobody will notice. There Next card, Corsair of Crufix. Ooh, yeah. Green, green, one for a 2-4 Centaur. Play with the top card of your library revealed. So you kind of already know what you might or might not cascade into, <laughs> which is great. You can play lands from the top of your library. So it kind of adds a card to your hand yep, 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 that yep. Uh, you could... Again, know what you're dealing with. And whenever a land enters a battlefield under your control, you gain a life. Is there a card that lets you play artifacts from the top of your deck? Ooh. Does that exist? Because uh, if that exists, that'd be really good because it's it's killing two birds with one stone. It's letting you manipulate the top of your library. But if you're stuck with a gruel locket on the top, you can just play it and get it out of the fucking way. Yeah, well, you could you could use you could use um, future sight. Future Sight lets you play anything from the top of your library, or the the Is It guy that lets you play instants and sorceries from the top of your library, but those cost like six and seven mana, and blue 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 <laughs> four is like the Future Sight, right? <laughs> right? So I I kind of thought of those. Those are a little bit I don't know. They're it's like. It's, 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 you're, you're playing three cards like this: one for land, one for creatures, and I think there's another one, isn't there? You could play another one. I suppose. You know, it's, just make the mana work. Yeah. Okay. Just make it work. Okay. Scroll rack. Scroll rack. Yeah, this is the best top deck stacker, right? This yeah. is two drop. You pay one, tap it, exile any number of cards from your hand, face down, and then you put that many cards that you like. Ah, fuck. You stack your the number of cards in your hand on top of your deck. After you draw how many cards are in your hand. Yeah. Right? You you swap the 
I'm going to put five from my hand yes. on top after I you draw five, put those five on the top. Yeah, so you, I, I should have just read the card. You keep your Cascader in your hand. You put the thing that you want for free on the very tippy top. You play the Cascader. You Cascade into the thing that you want. Yes. Scroll Rack is very good. Yes, very good in this deck. Seer's Lantern. Oh, this is another Mana Rock. This is, it taps for colorless, and you can go two tap, scry one. Neat. So a little bit of benefit. If you can get maybe three scries out of that, that's maybe akin to drawing a card, especially if you scried something shitty to the bottom, and now you cascade into something better that yeah. you knew was coming. Now, right. should we go to proliferate and utility next? Well, before we do, or before we do, I just want to mention real quick, we've got Terramorphic Expanse, we've got Evolving Wilds, and I'm playing two temple lands that allow me to either scry, attach to lands, or give me a shuffle effect. So combined with my, my how, like how many top deck manipulators? Four of them? Four. Combined with my four top deck manipulators, we can exchange cards on the top. And I thought that I was covering that enough, but there's still so much times, so many times so many times <laughs> where i have no idea what it what i'm cascading into and i, I feel like that's just not very good practice oh man you're just you're talking to me you're saying like yeah this is very exciting i'm very excited for what you're telling me right now and then you say well it's not very good <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> just everything not. you're telling me sounds awesome no. i'm gonna play this spell and i have no idea what's gonna happen this is amazing oh i know but then you just cascade into a fucking girl signet <laughs> I want more. I want more power, <laughs> right? So maybe I need like, do I put a fabled passage and a prismatic vista? Do I play fetch lands? And all of a sudden, my deck goes from like three hundred dollar deck to fucking like a thousand. Yeah, but it'll be way less because in Modern Horizons, all of those cards are gonna gonna be costing less, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were a comedy cookout podcast, Brando. <laughs> Oh, anyways. All right, let's go to the proliferate and utilities section. Yes. So we got Balaged Recovery. It's a land on the back, but it's a graveyard getter backer on the front. It's a regrowth, I guess, hey? Yes, a regrowth for, for three. three. Yeah. We got Contagion, Clasp, and Engine. Yes, those ETB and put minus one counters on your opponent's shit, and you can pay four, tap, proliferate, or proliferate, proliferate. Yeah. Great with the Planeswalkers, great with... I guess just the planeswalkers. Yeah, just the planeswalkers. Yeah, but you know what? It's working. Fuck them. Let's Jeez. play them. <laughs> exactly. We got. If hey, any, you know what? Contagion engine kind of acts like the deck's sweeper because you 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 cascade into it. You put a minus one on your opponent's whole team. Counter on each, like a minus one on each creature an opponent controls, yeah. and then you immediately just go four proliferate proliferate kill all your guys. All my planeswalkers get like into ultimate range. Yes. Pretty good. It's not too bad. Yeah. We have a doubling season. Yeah, doubles your counters, doubles your planeswalkers, doubles everything. Dragon Lair Spider. Yeah, yeah. I had to foil one of these from Commander's Arsenal, and this a little bit acts as, I guess, a win condition. It's a cool thing to cascade into. It's a big splashy card. I'm behind this. Yes. You don't have to justify this kind of stuff to me. Man. I know, I know. I, it, it's one of one of the things that I have written down as weaknesses is like no real win condition. Oh, we'll deal with that. I okay. got you, fam. This is one of them, I think. This is a 5-6 reach around our spider for green, green, red, red, two. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, create a 1-1 one, one green bug token. Cool. Yeah. I think that I think one time I played this deck I had like fucking 26 of them. Just nobody kills this thing. Just nobody kills it. Like a bug's not threatening until 
There's it, a 85 of them, yeah. Yeah, until your opponents go like two rounds of the table without casting a board sweeper. And all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, you guys do play lots of spells. <laughs> oh, man, somebody's going to die. <laughs> we have an Ewit, Gitterbacker, Karn's Bastion. Oh, another land that you can proliferate with. Yep. Kodama of the East Tree. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so another Reach Arounder. 6-6 yep. six, six for 6 with Reach. It's got a partner. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, whenever another permanent enters the battlefield, if it wasn't put onto the battlefield with this ability, you can put another permanent onto the battlefield with equal or lesser mana cost. So you play a thing, get a thing for free, cascade into something else, get another free thing. Yes. Neat. Yes, every time we cascade with a permanent we get something else from our hand. Dig it. Yeah, for That's free. Cool, Kadama, if you, if you, let's say you cast a Maelstrom Wanderer. Cascade, Cascade. Sure. You're, that's on the stack. You cascade into uh, whatever. Then you cascade into a Kadama. Kadama enters the battlefield first. Mm -hmm. That other thing you cascaded into enters the battlefield. If it's a permanent, it'll trigger Kadama. Mm -hmm. And then... Maelstrom Wanderer enters the battlefield and it'll trigger Kodama. So you can put two permanents onto the battlefield like that because if you cascade into Kodama and then there's a permanent behind him that had Cascade, you <laughs> get a fucking permanent off of that. Neat. Yeah, very, very powerful stuff. It's almost like Kodama's real good. Yes. And he's green. And Cascade. Wow. Oh, so good. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, Landline of Anticipation gives all your stuff flash. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Very important. All that shit I just said about Kodama and Maelstrom Wander, I'm doing it on the end of player forest turn. Oh, <laughs> fuck off, right? Speaking of cards with partner. Yeah. We have Runaway together. Yeah, it's Brando and Ryan. That's right. <laughs> which one's which? We don't know. <laughs> Who can say? Yeah. Choose two target creatures controlled by different players. Return those creatures to their owner's hands. So you get their threat and your Elvish Visionary. Or, yeah, or your Cascader guy. Yeah, yes, my Cascader guy. Yes. <laughs> your threat and my Apex Devastator. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. How about Brando Special in Sunder Shaman? Yeah, I thought of this when I put it. I thought of yeah. you when I put this in here. I this love is, this card. This is green, green, red, red, 5-5. Five, five, so cool. a 5-5 five, five for 4. Sunder Shaman can't be blocked by more than one creature. Yeah. So it's got Opposite Menace. That's right. Opponess. Sure. Sure. Whenever Sunder Shaman deals combat damage to a player, destroy target artifact or enchantment that player controls. So, so it's like a beefy Trigon Predator. Yeah, it's Beef Predator. Don't Google that. No. Do not Google that. No. I Like, is this a, is this good enough? Trigon Predator is good because it flies. This is a good card, man. Is it good? Oh, yeah. It's a 5-5, five, five, and they can't block it with more than one thing, so you're either going to... It's going to eat it to a death touch guy, or they've, they're going to they're gonna block it, or you're going to get their shit. And if they block it, they're probably blocking it with a creature smaller than yours, and you're probably going to kill it. Yes. So it's it's I, good. It's I removing ask, something every time it attacks. You're right. Yeah, because they don't want to lose their Marari's Wake, but they if they don't fucking block and probably lose their guy, they're going to lose their Marari's Wake. Exactly. Right? Should this be something like a Reclamation Sage? No. No? No. ETBs destroy an artifact or nah. enchantment. Same effect. Heck it. I've got Runaway Together and Bounce on at least one Planeswalker. Heck it. No, this nah. is better? I like this more. And and this is this is the art of deck building. Yeah, you put this punctuation point or, or this little um, flavor into a deck. Yeah, and I think maybe Rexage is better, and I can take advantage of that. Right? Yeah. Like if you're gonna just abuse bouncy bounce bounce stuff, that's no fun. Attack him with a five five. Get those chippins. Yeah. Oh yeah, five is more than chippins, my friend. That's twenty percent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think that you might be right here because y you're attacking. 
bouncity bounce bounce doesn't further it's not going to win you the game it's not going to kill your opponents unless you're doing something in addition to that bounce or you can bounce city bounce bounce so hard that you destroy everything with a rex age right yeah and you i mean and you can't yeah if i had so. if i had infinite bounce and i could get everything with rex age every single artifact and enchantment that would be fucking pretty good. Sure. Probably, probably in that case, it would be better than Sunder Shaman. And but if in you this have, case... And if in, you're playing that that scenario, you should play Acidic Slime instead because you can kill all their land too. Ooh, good plan. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. That. Okay. So Sunder Shaman you like. I like Sunder Shaman. Okay. The Chain Veil. The Chain Veil. Yes. At the beginning of... Or at the end of your turn, if you didn't activate a loyalty ability of a Planeswalker, you, you lose two life. Don't care. Yeah, lame. I'll always, I'll always do it. This is a four mana legendary artifact that says four tap for each planeswalker you control. You can activate their loyalty abilities again, like you didn't activate any this turn. Shit, yeah, yeah. So it lets you double activate all your P dubs, of which we have several. Yes, we'll get to them in a bit after we talk about Vorinclex, monstrous raider. Oh, yeah, Vornian. I got the baby eating one. Why did? Why isn't that? Illustrated in the deck, Ryan. Uh. Why don't you put in the printings and everything of your deck? Because my deck costs three hundred dollars. No, it fucking doesn't. You have the baby eating Vorinclex. <laughs> that costs more than the regular Vorinclex. It's not foil though. Doesn't matter. I got the baby eating Vorny. This is a six-six trample haste for six. So it's totally a- fair and balanced green magic card. Yeah, totally fair and balanced magic green card. <laughs> get a get a shirt. <laughs> Anyways, if a counter be put on something your opponents control, nah, they get half half. Yeah, rounded up or down. down. So if they would get one, they get zero. Yeah. You got a plus one ability on your planeswalker? Nah. Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, your opponents can still activate planeswalker abilities. They just don't get anything for it. Yeah. No closer to ultimate, sir. That is awesome. Yes. And if an a if a, a a counter would be put onto one of our permanents, twice that many. Or yeah. double, right? Yeah. So this is great because when a Planeswalker ETBs, they get twice as many counters, a la doubling season. Yep. But when you activate an ability, you're putting counters on it, and you get double those counters. Yeah, un- yeah. Unlike doubling unlike season. Unlike doubling season, exactly. So Vornclex is the newest addition to this deck, and I think because it's a perfectly fair and balanced magic card, 6-6 six, six, Trampler for 6, that affects your opponent, but also makes every single one of my Planeswalkers better, I think it's going to be a very welcome addition. Oh, this is a good-ass card. Yeah, very I, much I, so. I play this in several decks that have Planeswalkers and green. Does he beat house and ass? Oh, shit, yeah. Stomp dinks? Into the dirt. Slap lips? Off of faces. Right off of faces. Yep. Sends him into fucking orbit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's continue into the enablers of the whole damn deck, these Cascaders. The the Cascaders. Are, are you prepared? I am. Okay, let's 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 so, hit him with it. Y- this is how I think we do it. Okay. Mostly abilities are like fine. The reason these are in the deck, cascade. Yes. So they all have it. Let's read the the mana value, the converted mana cost, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and like how big they are. Because they, they beat. These are the creatures that I'm gonna attack with. Let's give them the uh most terrifying mouth on a magic card. Annoyed Altasaur. That's the most terrifying mouth. Look at those square teeth, man. If that thing bit you, it wouldn't even cut. You would crush the skin <laughs> oh, off of yeah. your body. Yes. That's horrific. This is a seven drop, six five trample reach arounder. Apex Devastator. Oh, baby. This is a 10 10 for 10. <laughs> <laughs> so this can cascade into literally anything in the deck. And it says cascade, cascade, 
Cascade, Cascade. That's four Cascades. You know what it doesn't say? Trample. Trampski. That sucks. Yeah. Cut them. Cut it. Aurora Phoenix. This is a six drop, five three flyer with Cascade. Butt Braid Elf. Ooh. Two three Haster for four Cascade. Boarding Party. Boarding Party. Six three Haste for six Cascade. Ethereum Horn Sorcerer. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a 3-6, which is kind of unfortunate for 6. Yeah. Yeah, cost 6, 3-6. You can pay uh, blue, red, 1, return it to its owner's hand. Yes, you can keep playing it. That's a cool one, actually. I like that one. Yeah, late game, you can maybe, like, bounce them and then, like, leave them up to block. And then end of turn, end of your turn, like, bounce them so I can play them again on my turn and cascade with them again. Flame can herald. Okay, this one is, I think this might be a trap card. This is a 3-2 for 3 that says, Commander, creatures you control have cascade. Hmm. Now, this would be really good if all of your ramp was at 2. Yes. Because then you could play your and filter the ramp out of the deck and get them the fuck out of the way. Yes, and as it stands, like, Averna is a 3-drop, and this is a 3-drop. So to do this on curve before Averna... Without like wasting a mana playing Averna on turn four because you played this on three, you need a soul ring or you need nope, just soul ring. Yep, because even two mana ramp doesn't allow you to play this guy on turn two. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a trap card in this deck just because Averna costs three instead of four. Cutter, I you know what? I might cutter. I have a foil too, it's too bad. <laughs> Is it a full art foil? I don't know. Cut it. I wouldn't be able to see it if it was, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not. Emoti Celebrant of Bounty. Oh, yeah. Emoti Celebrant of being a snake. Oh, wait, it's not. It's a Naga. <laughs> I was, I was going to slap you, You're going to slap me with all four of your arms like a snake. <laughs> this is a, a five drop, three one Cascade, which is great. Spells you cast with converted mana cost six or greater also have Cascade. Cool. Yeah, and remember... You can give Cascade to something that already has Cascade, and you get to Cascade again. So Apex Devastator now says Cascade, 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 Cascade. There's five Cascades there, yeah. Shit, And yeah. you could get five lands with that if you have Averna. Neat. O- or you could get zero lands, because you could just reveal, 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 and yeah. all of your Cascades are used up, and you didn't reveal no lands. You don't reveal lands as often as you think with Averna. I found this. this. Ingenuity Engine. Oh, yeah. This is a seven drop (laughs) that has Cascade, and you can pay one, tap, sack an artifact, return target artifact you control to its owner's hand. Um, eh. It's a seven drop with Cascade, and that's kind of all it does. You can sacrifice it to bounce your Maelstrom Colossus back to your hand. And then that's an 8-drop 7-7 with Cascade. Yeah, and you know what? Surprisingly, that's efficient. Like, what's a 7-7 worth? 7 mana? Sure. 6 mana? Sure. So Cascade's now worth 1 or 2? Yeah, and then you get your rock for 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, it turns Oh, it turns that Grawl Signet into a Sol Ring. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Maelstrom Wanderer. Oh, yeah. Teamer in 5. Creature you control have haste. Good. Cascade. Cascade, 7-5. Very, Medi- very powerful. Yeah, especially yeah. in deck like this. Meteoric Mace. Yeah, this is equipped creature gets plus 4, plus 0, and has Trampski. Equips for 4 and has Cascade, and it costs 6. Natural Reclamation. That's uh, Naturalize for 5 with Cascade. <laughs> Roshmi Eternity Crafter. This doesn't technically have Cascade, so anything that's like Cascade-specific 
whatever. Whenever you cast your first spell on a turn, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card with converter mana cost less than the card that you just cast, you can play it for free. Otherwise, you put it into your hand. So it's kind of card draw, kind of cascade. It's okay. Sakashima's protege. That's a flash cloner cascader for six. Shirtless agent. Yeah, cascade two two for three. That gets you ramp. That like strictly gets you ramp. That's the only thing. Or or uh, the bounce spell. Eh. It's fine. Sweet gum recluse. Ooh, six drop, flash, cascade, reach arounder, enters the battlefield with three plus one plus one counters on any number of target creatures that enter the battlefield this turn. Neat. So probably, uh, remember, when you cascade, the thing that you cascade into enters the battlefield first. Yeah. So when this enters the battlefield, you could put the plus ones on that other thing if it's a creature or onto sweet gum, gum recluse. So it could be like a three six. Neat. That's fine. Throws of Chaos. I know that you like this one. I sure do. This is a four-drop cascade retrace. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All it does is get you a three-drop or less, and then you can pitch a land to play it again. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, if if you cascade into like a three visits, and you're like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, no, because three visits puts it right into play. Yeah. God dang it. Yeah, this is a cool card, man. I like, it's like uh, possibility storming yourself. It's awesome. I think it might be a trap card. Oh, I like it. Because like, there's I nothing like that it. puts land into our hand. And what do we cascade into? A shardless agent? What does shardless agent cascade into? Only ramp. Why do we need this? Oh, I'll tell you what. When we get to the suggestion section, okay. maybe we'll have something that works really good with Heroes of Chaos. Okay. Violent Outburst. This is creature you control get plus one until end of turn. Cascade. For three. Got a foil of those, too. So it gets you some ramp? Yes. Maybe. That gets ramp and maybe maybe allows for a, I don't know, a little mini strike. Mini alpha. That's all ba right. A beta strike. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is Volcanic Torrent. Yes. This is a five-drop sorcery with Cascade. Deals X damage to each creature and planeswalker your opponents control, where X is the number of spells we cast this turn. So pretty good. we cast the other thing before this resolves off of Cascade. So this will do a minimum of two. If you Cascade into anything else that has Cascade, this will do three to each creature and each Planeswalker your opponent's control. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. I wish it was an instant, man. Wish that was an instant. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be... Nah, I guess it'd... Uh, it makes timing weird because you're cascading into like creatures and like you can block at instant speed or or I don't know. It, yeah, that'd be that a card one. is weird at instant speed. That'd be a strange one. So last thing we have are the damn P dubs. Thank yeah. Christ, there's only ten of them. There's only ten, and I don't know. Do we even bother with ultimates, or do we just read the ability that it's in there for? I'll let you tell me why they're here. Okay. Okay. First off, Domri Chaos Bringer. Yeah, our friend F. U. Evan, <laughs> in card form, right? <laughs> yes. With maybe a different haircut. No, that's that's Evan. That's Evan. Yep. After the quarantine, I haven't seen him in fourteen months. I assume that's what he looks like now. Yes, this is four drop, five loyalty, plus one at a red or green. If you cast a creature, it gains riot, which is you put a plus one on it or it gains haste. Yes, pretty good. That's why it's there. Uh, well, it also has a minus three that lets you look at the top four cards of your library, and you may put a creature from among them into into your hand. Yep, and then the rest on the bottom. That's kind of like a. That's kind of like a draw, kind of like a scry. I think that's pretty bad here, man. Really? Well, you're going to draw your things. You're going to get a creature. What if you have a thing you want to cascade to it, too, in there, too? That you put onto the bottom. We're right to the bottom now. I thought I thought that that minus three is like, 
because he's got five loyalty for four. Like you can you can minus three him, draw a card air quotes with that with that minus, and get a bunch of chaff out of the way. That's what I was thinking. If you have chaff on top, if you have good shit, now your shit's at the bottom. Now you're fucked. I suppose. Now you got to get get all the chaff out of the way to get back to all the good shit you put on the bottom (laughs) of your library. You got 99 more chaffs in the way now. (laughs) I don't know. That's like a glass half full, glass half empty type thing, right? Sure. Garrick Primal Hunter. Oh, you get a beast or you can minus to draw cards equal to the bigliness of your biggest creature, which is 10 or 8 or 7. Or 4. That's that's fine. Still pretty good. Draw four for five. That's pretty fucking good. And have a well, I guess you wouldn't have a planeswalker left over unless you have doubling season or Vorny. Yeah. You draw fucking four or five, six. And it's minus six isn't exactly a thing to write. You you get a six six for each creature. That's for each land. Sorry, that's pretty good. Uh, it's a win con if you get that. Yeah. But I mean, how how often do we say, oh yeah, that's a win con on the on the ultimate, and it's never a reality. Well, you could get there. I mean, you're saying that this deck has loose win cons. Well, there's a loose win con. Y- for you. you know what? There is a doubling season. There is a Vornclex. Those two are two cards that if you just get a Planeswalker where you double its entering loyalty, you can ultimate. That is a win con. Oh yeah. And speaking of ultimates. I have done this next Planeswalker's ultimate to F.U. Lenny. Jace the Mind Sculptor. I Mind Sculpted him. Still didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) So you plus him to uh, look at the top card of an opponent's library and you can put it on the bottom. That's a Fate Seal. Yeah. Or Brainstorm or Unsummon or switch their hand and library i believe is the ultimate yes uh, yeah sorry it's not it's 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 fate seal but it's not two opponents so i can look at the top card of my library and put it on the bottom which is great i can brainstorm something from my hand onto the top of the library if i want to cascade into it i can bounce my cascader or minus 12 <laughs> <laughs> i can exile somebody's library and then their hand becomes their library that's mind sculpting that card traditionally first of all Regarded as one of the best magic cards ever printed in magic ever. Yes. And it's not very good in Commander. No, it's not. And I've used its ultimate and not won the game. Yeah. (laughs) But all three of its abilities are good in this deck. They're relevant, yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? I just don't get it. It's not a bad include. It's fine. Okay. It's fine here. Okay. It's the most expensive card in the deck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have some things we could replace it with that maybe make you win the game more often. Okay. Maybe. How about Jessica Thrice Reborn? Oh, here's a loose one, hey? Enters a battlefield with a loyalty for each time you've cast your commander this game. Some fucking one. Yeah, one or two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You would zero her to... uh, Make a creature deal triple damage. Uh, Combat damage. That is kind of a win con with Apex Devastator. Well, unless they have a fucking one one to block it. Yeah, well, if I got Jace, I'll just bounce it. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! And then her minus X deals X damage to things, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's loose. I had one. It wasn't terrible in the deck because, like, all my Cascaders have high power. Yeah, we're cutting her. Okay. She's cut. Okay. Kazmina Enigma Sage. This is the newest include along with Vornclex. This is a fucking powerful magic card. Yep. Yep. This is two drop. Three or sorry, three drop, two loyalty. Each planeswalk you control has all the loyalty abilities of Kazmina Holy Avenger or Enigma Sage. Holy, Holy Avenger? Avenger? What, what the, fuck the is hell is that? what the fuck? So all of your planeswalkers now have plus two to scry one. Neat. Plus four with Moronclex to scry one. Yeah. Relevant in the deck we've already established. Yep. Minus X to put 
X one one counters on a creature on a fractal creature. On, oh yeah, on a zero. Yeah. Yeah. So with Vornclex or doubling season, it's double. Yeah, that's pretty it's fucking not, good. Not too bad. Yeah. And then her minus eight is search, and you get, and you can do for an instant or sorcery that shares a color. That's doesn't matter here. Yeah. Kiora Behemoth Beckoner. Oh yeah, cast her with doubling season. She entered the battlefield with fourteen counters. <laughs> Only got minus ability. <laughs> <laughs> so her minus one is untapped target permanent. Uh, I don't know. It's you can block. I don't know. It's not very powerful. But whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield, draw a card. That's fine. All my creatures are big, yeah. except for like two. Sure. So she's she's good. Narset part of reveals. Oh, opponents can't draw more than one card each turn. And minus two is look at the top four. You can put one into your hand. The rest onto the bottom. Non-creature, non-land into the. That's fine. Hand. I'll yeah, just they're... find a cascader. Well, your cascaders are creatures, so you can't get those. No, I got some that aren't. Oh, okay. Or you can get a rock out of the way with that. Sure. Right? And uh, Narset, just powerful. And with Kazmina, you can scry with her now, too, to add loyalty back onto her. Oh. You know, we're going to we're gonna cut Sarkhan on Broken, but let's tell him what it does. What do you mean? We're, we're cutting him. This is one of the best ones in the deck. Cutting him. I got a foil. Cutting him. Teamer and two, four loyalty, plus one, draw a card, add a mana. It's pretty fucking good. Okay. Minus two. Create a 4-4 red dragon creature token with flying. Sure. Minus eight. Search your library for any number of dragons and put them onto the battlefield. How many dragons are we playing? Well, none, but his draw card is like really fucking good. Isn't it? It's fine. But I could pull I could put one dragon in here. Come on, I'll put one dragon in here. <laughs> I'll put Zodiac Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zodiac. I'm gonna get one. Tefri Temporal Archmage. You read this one. The, the the text is too far away from my eyeballs to see. <laughs> All right, it's a blue blue four for a five loyalty Tefri plus one. Look at the top two cards of your library. Put one into your hand and the other on the bottom of your library. Minus one, untap up to four target permanents. Minus ten. You get an emblem with. You may activate the loyalty abilities of planeswalkers you control on any player's turn. Anytime you could cast an instant. Whole oh, baby. So that, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a solid emblem. Yeah, and, and with a bunch of mana rocks and chain veil, you can just, like, go ham, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you, like, it's it's good for Cascade, it's good for making mana, and it's good because I'm playing nine other walkers. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And the last one is one that I really like. Uh, give, it Viv- a, give, give it a read. Vivian Monster's Advocate is a three-loyalty Vivian for green, green, three, you can look at the top card of your library at any time, which is amazing. And you have, even better with Cascades, because you fucking then you know. And you have a response to literally everything. It's the best. Yeah. Because like, I'm going to do this. Hang on. And you look at the top card of your library and just put it back. And she also has, you may cast creature spells from the top of your library. So you can look at it, and if it's a creature, you can cast it if you yes, want. very good. Plus one, you get a 3-3 beast that either has Trample, Reach, or Vidge. So it gives you blockers. Very cool. Yep. Minus two, the next time you cast a creature this turn, you can search your library for a creature with less converted mana cost, put it into play for free. Pretty good, but you don't get Cascade off of that. Yeah. Totally fine, though. But it's the rest of the card is just worth. Yeah, and you know what You know what I really like about looking at the top card of your library? It's fun. You can do that at any time. Yeah. It doesn't use the stack. So if you've got like a scryer, like your Sears Lantern, or if you've ultimated your Teferi and you can activate Planeswalker abilities anytime you could do an instant, you could be like... You could be like, cast a creature off the top, look at the top card of my library in response to the cascade, scry it away. Don't like it. Oh, yeah. Look at it again with that uh, with that cascade still in the stack because looking at it doesn't use the stack and see what it is. Then you know what you're going to cascade into. Ooh. Like, sort of. Yeah. Lots of little subtle tricks like that. Into it. And that's the whole deck. 
Yeah. Okay. So you've got some suggestions. I've I've demonstrated why I think the rocks and the scrylands and stuff are in there and, and why they should be in there and why the planeswalkers that I have in there are in there. But you've got some suggestions. I do. Let me let me hit you with a few things and let me tell you why I think they go good in this deck. As we do the strengths and weaknesses. Sure. Sure. Okay. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. In playing it, and you, you might not realize this when you look at it, but it's a little bit dirtly. Yeah. AKA, there's no like real dedicated win con. Right. Okay. Um, it's like if you have this and this and this and this and this, you're in good shape. If you don't, you got this and sort of this. And maybe, maybe you get a good block or two, and then you just. Eh. Yeah. Okay. So what do you got? Sweet. Okay. Here are things that I would add. Okay. And all of these will help you win the game in some way, I think. Okay. First, well, fuck it. This will help you get there. Evolution Sage. Evolution Sage. Three drop, three two, landfall, proliferate. That's right. So we can landfall off of Cascade because Averna lets us put a land when we Cascade. That's right. Synergistic. Works towards our Planeswalker theme. And we we saw a couple cards that deal with plus one counters. Yeah. Sort of. We saw like the, the Kazmina, I guess. But... They're there, and that's good stuff. Okay. It's important to have. And in a Super Friends deck, this card will pay mad dividends. Yes, mad because dividends. it's it's given us everything that we want just for playing a land. Just for doing what we're doing anyway. Okay. How about Chandra Torch of Defiance, Ryan? That's four loyalty ability, four drop, four loyalty Chandra. This is Chandra four. It comes into play with a Vorinclex on the battlefield. You get an emblem immediately that says whenever you cast a spell... This emblem does five damage to something. Apex Devastator would be like a 25 damage hit to some, some something or everything. To something. Something. That's fine. That's yeah. a fucking win con. Yeah, that'll, that'll kill somebody and you still get the five things that you got off of playing it. Yeah, I actually like that include. And you know what You know what I think is secretly good about that one is... Uh, She's wearing a, a fishnet body stocking. Is that what's good about it? Uh, yeah, I think that she's an attractive lady. Yeah. The plus one to add red, red. I think that's secretly good it's because super good. like Cascade just is just, it's given me double duty. It's a planeswalker that allows me to draw a card, but it's also ramp. And that's yeah. the exact kind of thing that the deck needs. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. How about Cura the crashing wave? Oh, and I think I own this one. It's a two loyalty Cura for blue green two. You can plus one it to, until your next turn, prevent all damage that will be built to and by target permanent and opponent controls. So if they have something that's going to mess up your planeswalkers or you, you just turn it off. Just no. Okay. You got a 2020 trampler? No. That doesn't help me do anything that's going to kill my opponent. It does help you live. Let me let me read the rest of the card. Okay. It has a minus one draw card. You may play an additional land this turn. Yeah, that's explore or 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 growth spiral. Growth spiral and then growth spiral for four mana though. Just wait. Okay. Just wait. Minus five, you get an emblem with at the beginning of each of, of your end step. You get a nine nine kraken. That's pretty good. It's all right. That's I mean, pretty good. It's, it protects you and it gets you a giant beater. So. When we look at Kiora, the closest analog, I think, is the Garrick that I minus three to draw cards. Yeah. I can minus one her to draw a card, and I can do that twice. So I can draw two cards off her for four mana versus drawing whatever off a of Garrick for five mana. She gives me bigger dudes than Garrick does. Fewer of them, but bigger. 
turn over turn that you can't interact with. Garrick, you get like a 6-6 six, six for each land you control. Your opponent casts a sweeper. They're all gone. Yeah. This, you get an emblem every turn. Maybe I replace Garrick with this. Ooh. Yeah, lower the curve and kind of add some longevity to, to, the, to the gameplay. How Nisa Vital Force. Five loyalty planeswalker for green, green three. You can untap a land you control until the end of your next turn. It's also a 5-5 five, five with haste. Ooh. So it could ramp you or get them 5-5 five, five beats in. Her minus three is return a permanent from your graveyard to your hand, so you can get your used up planeswalkers back. Or minus six, you get an emblem with whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you draw a card. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good because that's landfall draw a card off of Cascade. And with a Voren Clex, she comes into, play, comes into play with ten loyalty. You can minus six her right away, and she still has four. Yeah, doubling season works like that too. Truth. I always think of Voren Clex, though, because yeah. Voren Clex is just so good with planeswalkers. Yeah, okay. I, I like all of those includes. I can see I can see fitting them in and them doing maybe a little bit more than some of the planeswalkers that I have now. Now this one works good with your dragon lair spider okay. and a couple of other creatures I'm going to suggest in a second. It's Vivian Reed, a five loyalty walker for green green three. Plus one as you look at the top four of your library, you can reveal a creature or land from among them, put them into your hand, put the rest on the bottom. That's good because I can find my Cascader. You can minus three to destroy an artifact, enchantment, or creature with flying. It's fine. Sure. Minus eight, you get an emblem with creatures you control, have plus two, plus two, vigilance, trample, and indestructible. Also good. Yes. Trample is good because I got a lot of big beaters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And minus eight... Five starting, so she'd have two left over if you have a doubling season or a Vorny. Yep. Yeah, okay. And then I've got a cup of a few sweet creatures that work more with your commander, but also just give you some way to win. Yes. In Rampaging Bayloth, it's a 6-6 six, six that gives you four fours. Scoot Swarm, it's a 1-1 one, one that gives you... More 1-1s. One, huge amounts of 1-1s. One, and Omnath Locus of Rage, the Brando special, it's a 5-5 five, five that gives you five fives that turn into lightning bolts. And those are all... Upon landfall, which interacts with our commander, that interacts with Cascade. Exactly. And you know what? Out of strict spiciness considerations, I stayed away from landfall because the stock list on edhrec.com. Oh, yes, because you want to Cascade and it gives you benefit via landfall when you Cascade. And that's why those ones aren't in there because mm. I agree, all three of those are excellent. And would probably be on the EDH rec page. And remember, this is the art of deck building. I want to do something unique, interesting. I, this is the cubism of <laughs> of uh, Averna decks, right? Nobody ever seen a fucking Planeswalker Cascade Averna deck before. And the last one. Okay. And this one's strictly because you're saying, oh, my rocks are all whatever. They're all kind of bad. Yeah. And we're playing Planeswalkers, which means we're playing Proliferate, which interacts with counters. Yes. So why don't we play a rock like Replicating Ring? Ooh. It's a, a add a man of any color for three. That's good. At the beginning of your upkeep, you get a knight counter on it. Then if you have eight or more counters on it, you remove all the counters and you create eight more of them. Hmm. So this will stick around a couple turns. Maybe you get a few. You proliferate a few times and then you get eight mana. Yeah. That's fine. And then this starts accruing counters again. Oh, you don't have to sacrifice this? No. Oh. No, so you end up with nine tap for mana of any color mana rocks and you could hypothetically get more neat and it's not the most amazing card and it probably won't happen very often but it's fun right the yep. one time it does happen it's going to be fucking cool yeah and you know what i think if we hop over to strengths now 
we did suggestions and weaknesses there. The deck's good in the late game. Yep. The the commander portion of the game, the classic commander portion of the game, and I built it in this way, and I didn't spend any money on planeswalkers because God knows there's some expensive ones. But yeah, yeah, I had a Jace the Mind Sculptor, just FYI. I want it to be a lower powered deck. Which raises the question, like, why are we why are we teching it? Why are we trying to make it better? Well, having a deck that's low power is different quotes, than having a deck that does not work. Yeah, and this yeah. deck it it functions, but I don't know if it works. And I think that adding a couple, not because I suggested them, they're so good, but if you add some of the stuff that maybe I put in there, like you're gonna, it's gonna work better. Yes. As opposed to just being a functional cascady dirtily deck where maybe you can win, you have some stuff that's dedicated to with the strict purpose of making you win. You know what I like is like imagine having a, a six or eight drop cascader. It's not going to cascade into an apex devastator, which is what you want, right? And if you're just bouncing like your six drop cascader, it's like uh, you'll never get there, yeah. right? If you've got more stuff that says like landfall or cascade or planeswalkers that say draw a card, you're gonna more often find your biggest splashiest game winning cards, yeah. and I like that. Also, if you're gonna if you're gonna cut and add one card to this deck, yeah. it should be it should be a worldly tutor, just so that you you know. Oh, just so you can get it. You could either get the apex devastator or get the Vorinclex. Yes, you just yep. get them fucking cascade into the Vorinclex and then you're off to the races with your super friends. You're yep. not playing a tutor in this deck, so you probably should play a worldly tutor. Okay, I like a worldly tutor or Sylvan tutor if you got one. <laughs> sure, sure, why I, not? Or, or, you know what's just secretly fucking so goddamn good to cascade? It's, it's like it's a secret. Yeah, sure, Ryan. Yeah. You cascade into a Maelstrom Wanderer off of uh, Apex Devastator. That's six cascades. Yeah, it's real good. That's six cards for ten mana. That's eight cards for ten mana. It's all right. It's fine. Seven out of ten. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Seven out of ten at best. Because you're getting, remember, eight cards out of this deck. Are you going to win? Oh, <laughs> you well, might not. That's, that's it, right? And that's like, why we're doing it on the show. And that's and that's why you got to make sure that when you're doing marginal things or, or, or uh, low power things, like my shitty mana rocks, you got to do high power things. And I think Worldly Tutor is a good include. Yeah. Yeah, just, just to make sure that you can seal a game. And it's not even that game's got to end. It's just... Even in a dirtily deck, like you say, you have to have some big fucking haymaker to yeah. to keep yourself in contention. Agreed. And uh, like good late game, lots of value plays. Those are the strengths, right? Yeah. But we can do better, I think. And that's that's what your suggestions were. Now, yeah. flying through the rest of it here, just yeah. real quick, four hundred eighteen bucks. If right. if you want to build this, that's for planeswalker decks that include Jace the Mind Sculptor and a Chain Veil. And that Tefri, like, there's lots of cards in here that are a few bucks just because yeah. they're good. Yeah, get this, though. The Jace, 57 bucks, which is like, okay, fine. I could cut him and add a different expensive Planeswalker. But, like, all of his abilities are good, so I played him, yeah. right? Spire Garden. This is a land. It's a land that has basic land types so you can fetch it. 14 bucks. Oh. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh. I can play basic. Shocklands. I only play two. I don't have a breeding pool in here just because I don't have one. <laughs> 22 bucks. Jesus. Cut them. Cut them. I'm not even playing fetch lands, right? And the fetch yeah. lands I am playing can't find them. Yeah, cut them. Cut them. Cut them. So, um, Contagion Engine. Get this one. 20 bucks for a non-foil. Wow. 20 bucks. Holy crap. Granted, it's good in the deck. Yeah, you don't cut that, though. You don't You don't cut that. Okay. Yeah, you keep that in there. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, if if we don't cut that, we're looking at just uh, just over ninety dollars in cuts. So we'd be looking at just over three hundred bucks for the deck. Three hundred ten bucks. And some of this stuff might not be shit that you just have laying around, but you could probably trade for most of it or go to yeah. go to your LGS and get a lot of it. Go to fusiongamingonline.com, use promo code CCOFusion five, get five percent off the, the stuff that you're missing. Yes. That's what I did. Not with any of the planeswalkers, because <laughs> these are all planeswalkers I had, which yeah. sometimes that's the art is making a cohesive deck out of just shit you have. See, now, if I had built this deck, I would have had all the things that I suggested because those were all Planeswalkers that I had. There you go. <laughs> and, and I think that's, a, that's the final lesson before we get to the Spice Calculator wrap to show up, is sometimes the art is making a cohesive deck that can play yeah. out of the stuff that you have and spending zero extra money. I didn't spend any money on the mana base of this deck. Right? Yeah. I had a couple shocks. I had a Spire Garden. I had a Karn's Bastion. I had a bunch of Planeswalkers. These are the ones that I thought would be the best in a, except for maybe a fucking Jessica. But yeah. These are the ones I thought would be good in a in a Planeswalker Cascade deck. That's it. There it is. Right? I spent money on a Vornclex because I had some store credit from trading in some Time Spiral stuff. But uh, uh, the, the, the art is fucking opening up cards in a booster packs if that's what you do and, and just building Plan. some cool shit. Yeah, man. Spice calculator? Spice calculator. Okay. 329 Vernet decks at the time of this recording. That's uh, 11th among Teamer uh, daddies. That puts her right below Yazova Dragonclaw and Ugh. right above our boy Intet the Dreamer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well. Real bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, average mana value, average CMC, if you will, 4.17. Oh, yeah. Apex Devastator, oh, baby. Yeah. All those Cascaders are bringing that average Devastating up. So that curve. You, <laughs> you better hope that you cascade into some of those big guys. No tutors. So we could add one tutor. Yeah. Th there's your worldly tutor. There Cut Jessica at worldly tutor. There it is. That's a good plan. Got there. Okay. Uniqueness rating. Cards different than the stock list on EDHREC.com. This is where you're not seeing any of the landfall stuff in my deck. Tell me. 34 different cards. That's pretty good. That's, yeah, kind of half of them. And remember, the average Avernalist on EDH Rec is playing all the same Cascaders I'm playing, like 15 of them, 16 of them. So basically every single other card I'm playing, except for like Soul Ring and Three Visits. Sure. And Arcane Signet is different than the stock list on the Averna's EDH Rec page. Neat. Which is the art. That's the it's plan, yeah. Unique, interesting, different, fun, and still good. Even though it's not that good. That's why we're talking <laughs> about it. Punch it all in. 53.3. Passes the 50 test. Passes the 50 test, and I'm playing every single Cascader that the stock list is playing. Nice. And I think that that's, that's cool. I mean, it's no honor. Not this is a competition. No. But it's no honorary hundred spicy like we got last week. <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I only jaced the mind sculptured somebody and didn't fucking win, <laughs> which is just a fun story, which ultimately, like for me at this point in my magic playing career, the the interactions with people and the memories is is just as important, if not more than than uh actually winning actually winning or having a really pimp deck and the decks fucking pimp lots of foils and altars in this that i just had yeah which is another art form that we could talk about it is right so it checks a lot of boxes and i think uh, even just a couple of your suggestions are going to make the deck a lot better hell yeah help it now cco nation they they help too on the discord can't can't forget to shout them out yeah, what we get uh they told me to take out the tap lands 
specifically the the gain life tap lands yeah, which which those. do suck i just had stop, them in foil stop I playing them in foil burn them burn them burn them they're, they're made out of foil they don't burn melt them melt them melt them into a fucking ring yeah rule everybody exactly replicating ring get nine of them yes you can use yes. a replicating tokens. ring token. tokens tokens yes. yes there it is uh f you evan told me to cut the scry tap lands as well and i'm not sure yet i think that those are Based on what the deck is doing at the level that you want it doing it, I think that the Scrylands are fine. I think more I think more top deck lookers like Sensei's Divining Top was another suggestion. Right, 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 right. Um and, and things like Future Sight or whatever would be good in the deck if I had more shuffles. And I would cut those Temple Scrylands, I would cut those for fetch lands if I had more fetch lands. So yeah. thank you to everybody who suggested um Sorry, I didn't write your names down, but <laughs> those are the few suggestions. And I think, yeah, definitely, I got to cut those tap gain lifelines. I thought, well, fuck, you no. know, I don't have any one drops besides no. Soul Ring. I'll just play these. No, but um, no, they do make Averna's like landfall kind of cascade thing. They make it bad because if I cascade into a mana rock that I need to pay mana to draw a card on, then I can't do that. Yeah, and then I'm defeating the purpose of running those shitty mana rocks you're playing by running shitty, shitty land. land exactly you're playing shitty cards in spite of running shitty cards okay to play your yeah. shitty cards so yeah big big thanks to the nation for those suggestions i'm going to take them into account i've got an extra top and i've got extra basics <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably foil yes there it is there yeah, you go there it is there we, so we got there card of the week card of the, of week. the week. Week. week your deck week. your choice week. man week. i gotta go averna i i love teamer it's my third teamer deck okay. that i have in my arsenal She's got multiple build paths. We uh, demonstrated that today. Pretty cool art. And uh, got to be a Verna. Fusion's got them in stock. CCO Fusion 5, get your discount on any of your Cascaders and Landfall shit that you're missing. Uh, Cas Cascade Tribal deck is pretty cool. Yeah, it's there fun, it is. It's fun, right? And lots of the cards are common. Like, there's a couple expensive ones. Devastator, Master Wanderer. But everything else is cheap. <laughs> the good ones are expensive, but the rest of them are free. So it yes. works out. <laughs> oh, there you're, it is. You're going to get 20 cards, but only pay for two. Love it. Yeah, that's, that's the CCO Fusion 5 promo code right there. There it is. <laughs> All right. Final thought of the day. Final thought of the day. Big thanks to everybody who sent the lists in. We are combing through them. Keep them coming. We are going to do as many episodes as we can squeeze out of this, including a, uh, what, what do you want to call it? A common question episode as well, where if we get a, a bunch of decks that are kind of asking the same thing, we'll lump those together to do yeah. like that so that we we will answer all of your questions we will help everybody out next week's deck list will be posted in the next couple of days so keep your eyes out for that you can help us with suggestions you can help us tune up decks from the nation from you guys thank you so much for being here for taking the show into your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole through which you intake the show each and every week big thanks to business daddy fusiongamingonline.com where you can use special promo code ccofusion5 to get five percent off your entire order Holy shit. <laughs> and, and let them know that their partnership with us is a good one. So again, big thanks to everybody. Thank you for being here. We are going to be back to tech one of your decks on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme songs! <laughs>